Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. I am your host, Michael Gritton. This is the Let's Admit It podcast hosted by me, Michael Gritton. Um, I just wanted to say my name, is, my name as many times as I could in that intro, so thank you so much for indulging me. Hey, um, if this is your first time listening to us on this season of the podcast, I encourage you to do two things. First, I encourage you to go back like three or four episodes um, to, the, to the episode where I talked about um, the purpose of this season of the podcast. Um, it'll be very illuminating. Um, and then number two, uh, what we're doing this season is we're going, um, step by step with the blog post, um, that the, the college posts. And so, um, I wouldn't, the second thing I would encourage you to do is to go and read, um, this week's blog post along with the blog posts for all of the weeks. Um, but anyway, to dive into today's conversation, um, it's a conversation that I'm quite excited to have. I'm a big fan of the subject. Um, and so, um, as, as I, as I try to do with these subjects, sometimes it's harder to do, but I like having, um, this conversation a, with, with you, the high school senior who has graduated, who is on their way to college, who's preparing, and that sort of thing. But also, I want to have this conversation with you, maybe the parent of that high school student, or someone who is listening to this just for the sake of supporting the college, which, by the way, thank you for listening. Um, I wanted this to be a conversation that's relevant for, for everyone. Like I said, sometimes that's a little bit more difficult. Um, it's hard to make packing lists, um, <laughs> speak as, as freely to, um, someone who's not going to college as it does to someone who is. So, um, <laughs> please bear with me. I'm not going to try and force it too much, but there, are, but this one specifically does apply to everyone. And so what we're talking about today, I'm going to, I'm going to say a phrase, um, college is not the end all be all. College is nothing more than a stepping stone to where God wants you to be. So we'll let that marinate for a second. College is not a stepping stone. College is just a, sorry, college is not the end all be all. College is just a stepping stone to where God wants you to be. Um, and so <clears throat> what do we mean by that? Um, when I was in ministry, um, I had a couple of lessons that I loved teaching on this um, because in the Christian faith, there is what we lovingly refer to as um, calling on life. So when the Lord has a calling on your life, it, it basically what it means is what does, what does God want you to do with your life? Um, and so that would be someone's specific calling. So for example, I personally have felt that the Lord has called me to um, be a minister. So someone who works in a church, uh, ministers to people, that sort of thing. Um, and there's a good chance that if you polled most of our students here at Boise Bible College, they would tell you the exact same thing. Um, 
So that's that's what I mean when I say a calling. But um, the the problem with the term calling is that uh, it, it's a it's a limiting term, sort of like how love is a bit of a constricting word because in one breath I will say I love hamburgers and the same the next sentence I will say I love my wife well obviously those are two different words that's why the Greeks had like six words for love um, and so I, I am of the opinion that calling might be too restrictive and so what I what the way that I explained it to my students and the way that I'm going to use during this conversation is a conversation of micro purpose versus macro purpose. Obviously, micro means small, macro means big, um, and so for for micro purpose, that is an individual's calling. The, the, the individual calling of a person's life is your micro purpose. Um, the thing that you specifically are meant to do. Um, yeah, whether that is vocational ministry or if that is something in the secular world, secular just meaning not church. Um, so regardless of what that micro purpose is, I'm of the opinion that everyone's got it. I'm of the opinion that everyone has something that, you know, specifically they're meant to be to be to be doing. Um, everyone's got a skill set. Um, everyone's got a a thing that they're really good at. Um, and I I'm of the opinion that those that those giftings, um, if I can use that term, is a, an inclination, a direction of of where that micro purpose might be leading you to. <clears throat> so shelf that for a minute. I'm going to talk about micro purpose and then I'm going to come right back to this conversation. But just so I can be 100% clear on the difference between micro and macro purpose. Um, macro purpose is the, um, I guess if you wanted to, you could call it the, the commandments. It's the scriptural stuff. It's the stuff like love God, love other people, serve other people, you know, those sorts of things. Things that you find in scripture that are applicable regardless of what your individual life aspirations or callings or whatever you want to call it, regardless of what those things are, macro purpose applies. And so I, I, have, I have this distinction in my mind because, like I said, um, calling can sometimes be a roughly ambiguous word um, because we're all called to love others. We're all called to love God. Um, but maybe we're not all called to children's ministry, if that makes sense. So um, that is why I have that conversation. Now, um, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna re I'm gonna retract, I'm gonna go right back to that conversation of micro purpose. So with macro purpose, um, oftentimes the the goal is also the way that you get to the goal um, to, to be a little bit more clear about what that means. Um, in order to be more patient, if your goal is to be more patient, the way that you become more patient is by being more patient. If your goal is to be more free and giving with finances, more charitable, the way that you get to that goal 
is by being more free and giving and charitable charitable with your finances. That if you're tracking with me, the way that you accomplish the the macro goal is oftentimes the same process. So the goal is also the way that you get to the goal. So if you're if you're tracking with me for a minute, um, the micro purpose is a little bit more complicated than that. The macro goal, the macro purpose, it's kind of simple. Micro purpose, maybe it's a little bit more complicated. And so um, for the micro purpose, and to bring it back to that conversation we were having at the very beginning about um, college being a stepping stone, micro purpose requires planning. It requires an intentionality to it. Um, you don't just slip into a job, for example. So let's say my goal, my micro purpose is to be the lead pastor of a church. That is not something that I can just fall backwards and realize, oh, hey, I'm the lead pastor of a church. That takes planning. That takes preparation. Um, Preparation at, oftentimes, a college. And so, hint, hint, <laughs> that's where we're going with this. Um, and so, uh, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a big believer in um, intentionality. I'm a huge proponent of um, doing what you do because you mean to do it, not because you accidentally find yourself in that space. And so, um, I, however, cannot tell you specifically, you, the individual listener, what that looks like in your life. Um, that is the conversation of micro purpose and of specific individual goal is an intensely personal conversation. And I'm not prepared uh, to have that conversation with you. I mean, that's a that is an idea that entire bookshelves have been filled with um, just just breaking down this idea of um, individual calling and how you accomplish all those things. Um, so I'm underprepared to have that conversation with you. I can do two things for you, however. Number one, I can tell you my story, my perspective on this whole thing. And number two, I can tell you how Boise Bible College um, helps with those things. So I'm going to tackle the first one, then we're going to get to the second one. For me, um, I grew up in the church. Um, one of the best presents my parents ever gave me was a Christian faith from a young age. Um, however, when I got to college, I realized that I, um, I like a lot of my, my peers, um, I believed what I believed because my parents told me to believe it. Now, that might have kind of a negative sounding connotation to it. I need to be very clear. Um, I'm so grateful to my folks for raising me in the church. There were times I didn't necessarily love it, um, but I wouldn't change it at this point. Um, however, when I got to college, I realized um, that there were a lot of questions about my faith that I was not prepared to answer. Um, and that was a problem if I was going to go into ministry because, I mean, you can imagine, I would get five minutes into a conversation with a theological critic and they'd ask me 
one of these questions? And my only response would be, well, I believe what I believe, and that should be good enough, which maybe it should, but oftentimes it isn't. Um, And so I wanted very badly to believe what I believed because I could defend it, not because it was what I was raised with. And so I spent a lot of time my freshman and a little bit of my sophomore year um, challenging a lot of what I was raised to believe. Um, and that was a that was a difficult time um, because uh, it's it you know there's a there's a Christian song that there's a, a line it's, it's hard it's hard to stand on shifting sand um, and so um, it was a difficult time but I came out on the other side being confident in what I believe being confident in my ability to defend my faith um, which was a hugely transformational and be hugely affirming because now when those, um, when those waves come and, um, those challenges come, I know I can, I can stand for what I believe in. Now, do I know everything? No, there are these gnarly little things called divine mysteries that I am never going to understand. And so there's gotta be some, some comfortability with, um, not knowing. And sometimes that is scary, but also I think that is, I mean, if, if it wasn't, there are some things that you didn't have to trust in faith on, um, then it wouldn't be faith. And so, um, having said that, there are also, there's so many things now that I feel more comfortable with, more confident in. Um, and so that was just one step in my, my micro, journey, my, the, the journey to my micro purpose. Um, in other words, um, now I want to talk briefly about a specific thing that Boise Bible college does to assist in the micro journey. Now, um, just to be clear, um, when I, when I talked, uh, when I talk about what I just got done talking about with my, um, my, my wrestling with my own faith, um, I mentioned that because it's a specific a specific part of what I'm about to tell you about. So, in the past, in the podcast, I have um, either myself or one of the professors has talked about our Waypoints program. Um, and so, just to talk about that very briefly, Waypoints. Um, if if you've ever gone on a road trip, um, you've you've no doubt seen those mile markers on the side of the road. Um, those exist so that you know where you're at um, based on where you've been and where you are and where you're going. So they're a reference guide. Our Waypoints program is built on that very same idea. Um, the idea that uh, to get to somewhere, you need to know where you're at, where you've been, and where you're headed. Um, if, you're, uh, if, if you're going from Boise to uh, Disneyland, there is a right way to get there. And there's also a very wrong way to get there, um, or not to get there. There's a wrong way to end up everywhere else that isn't Disneyland. Um, and so our waypoints program exists to exists to assist in the the pursuit of the micro uh, purpose. And so when I talk about um, my wrestling with my faith, my my challenging of the ideas that I was raised with. Um, that was a part of the Waypoints program for me specifically. Um, and so uh, to speak specifically on what that means is that each year, each academic school year, 
um, in a bachelor's degree program. So four years. Um, there is either a class, a seminar, um, a retreat that you will go on. So freshman orientation, sophomore seminar, junior summit, and um, senior... I'm blanking on the word, but there's also something for the seniors as well. Um, senior capstone is what it's called. Um, and so every year you've got something. And the idea is that in those classes, retreats, seminars, whatever, um, you are getting a glance at where you are in reference to where you started and where you're going to end up. And the goal there is that um, we want to have people who um, understand their progress. Um, and so in, in sophomore seminar, you take a lot of personality exams and you begin to understand who you are from like a, if I can use this term, clinical perspective. Um, and, and from that, you understand other people and how you can work with them and what you bring to a team and all these things. Um, and then that is, that is just a part of the refinement process here at Boise Bible College. Um, that's something that's unique to us. Um, something that I loved being a part of just cause I, I'm a sucker for, for, uh, self-reflection and whatnot. And so anything that, um, anything that allows me an opportunity to do that, I'm, I'm all for. Um, and so that is one of the ways that Boise Bible College um, assists in the pursuit of the micro goal, the micro purpose. Now, I, I want to acknowledge something quickly. Um, when I say micro purpose as opposed to macro purpose, um, there's a chance that that might sound kind of negative. And I want to say that it's in the least negative connotation that I can possibly say it. The only reason I use those terms um, is not to say that the micro purpose is less important. It's just more centralized. The macro purpose is for the big C church at large. The micro purpose is for the individual believer. So it's not a question. It's not a conversation of importance. It's a conversation of large scale um, uh, specificity. Um, large-scale applicability, that sort of thing. Um, and so that's just a specific way, um, a specific example of how Boise Bible College um, assists the, the students here um, in their, their individual pursuits. Um, now, obviously, there's bigger things, um, more, excuse me, more general things. Um, I talk a lot about mentorships with professors. Our preaching professor, Ben Williams, um, he and I had a mentorship for two years while I was here, and that was hugely transformational for me. And I know dozens and dozens of stories just like that one. And so um, relationship and mentorship with the professors is a huge part of the growth and the refinement process as well. Um, so I love talking about this stuff. Um, given the opportunity, I would continue to talk about it, but that is probably going to be the end of our time. I do want to say, um, for those of you who are just now joining us, something that we've been doing is um, answering uh, community questions. 
Um, and so one of those, um, the one that I'm going to tackle this week is simply what is an RA? Um, so an RA, um, the, the, the term itself, RA is just an acronym, um, for resident assistant. Um, and so, uh, most colleges, universities will have RAs for their dormitories. Um, I can, I can speak specifically to the, the role of the RA here at the college. Um, I lived on campus all four years, so I had an RA all four years. So an RA is a, um, generally a resident of the dorm rooms that is selected by the resident director here. Her name is Tammy Christensen. Um, they are, they fill a couple of roles. Um, the most important of which is the role of spiritual leader, um, on campus. Um, and so they're usually someone that, um, displays spiritual maturity, someone that can be, um, confided in that can pray for, for people, that sort of thing. Um, you know, we'll have monthly, uh, um, campus meetings, um, separated by, you know, guys and girls because different issues to, to talk about. Um, and the, the, the RAs are the ones who are leading those meetings. Usually there's a, uh, short devotion that's give, given a little bit of worship as well. The RAs are the ones that are responsible for that. And so, um, for us, there are two, um, male RAs and two female RAs. Um, and obviously, you know, males are in charge of the guys' dorms, females are in charge of the girls' dorms, that makes sense. Um, the other thing, excuse me, the other thing that the RAs are responsible for is um, <laughs> once a week, there are room checks. Um, so that's just to make, just to make sure that um, the, <laughs> the roommates are not living in filth and squalor. Um, uh, I know myself personally, um, I'm not too bothered by, um, a mess, but, um, my roommates when I was in college very much were. And so for those people, those people who are bothered by messes, um, the RAs exist, um, to come through and say, uh, Hey, clean up your junk. Um, and so that's the, the other role they have. They have, a good half dozen other ones that pertain to <clears throat> security and and different roles, uh, but those are the kind of the two main ones that um, those are the two worlds that touch on um, the student life areas the most. Um, but yeah, that is what an RA is. So, uh, all right, well, that is the end of our time today. Uh, once again, I am Michael Gritton. This has been the Let's Admit It podcast. I encourage you to come back next week, and I look forward to hearing from you.